Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, The First of Its Kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. In this episode, Tiffany and Melissa will be discussing Love's Mountain Quest by Misty M. Beller. After losing her husband in the Rocky Mountain wilderness, young widow Joanna Watson is struggling to make a new home for her five-year-old son, Samuel, in the little mountain town of Settlers Fort. When she returns home from work to find Sam- Samuel and the woman watching him missing and the sheriff dead, she enlists a man she prays has enough experience in this rugged country to help. Isaac Bowen wants nothing more than a quiet, invisible life in these mountains, far away from the bad decisions of his past. But he has a strong suspicion of who's behind the kidnapping and murder, and if he's right, he knows all too well the evil they're chasing. As they press on against the elements, Joanna fights to hold on to hope, while Isaac knows a reckoning is coming. They find encouragement in the tentative trust that grows between them, but whether it can withstand the danger and the coming confrontation is confrontation is far from certain in this wild, unpredictable land. All right. This one's different than the first book in this series, I think. So there's not it. There's a lot more adventure. A lot lot more adventure. So what were your thoughts on Joanna? Joanna, um, she seemed like in the last book, very strong, quiet, inner peace, inner strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at the beginning of the bu- book, she was kind of struggling with, is this really the life that she thought she would want out here and for her son and the hard work that she was doing and that quickly changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Do you feel like she's more, she's different from Ingrid, I guess in that. I think she could fall into the background really easily. Yeah, I agree. You know, but then she's forced to the front and Mama Bear takes over there, Mm -hmm. I think, for her. And I don't know. She does. She has a very quiet strength, but she's definitely like, I'd rather just live in the shadows kind of person. Mm -hmm. I would agree. So what are your thoughts on Isaac? Isaac is kind of the same way. He's... (laughs) Quiet, strong. I didn't think he would have that past that we find out about Mm -hmm. based on him. What we know about him from the last book, how strong and um, steadfast he seemed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that was kind of shocking to me to find out about his past. I was completely shocked. Yeah. Like, this little tidbit gets dropped at the beginning. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then you Especially like, from the last book. You're like how he was so helpful and mm-hmm. in those situations. I don't want to give away spoilers yeah. from the last book, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a shock to me, too. Yeah. I had that as a question, but we'll skip it because we already <laughs> kind of talked about like, oh, my goodness. If you haven't read the book, he's his past would will surprise you because he is that quiet strong he has a strong faith yeah, like you saw that in the first man. yeah he's a very godly man and his past does surprise you but hey god came for all of us sinners here no matter what right. we've done but his is 
quite the story. Uh, did you enjoy the adventure and suspense in the story? I don't like kids being kidnapped. That's scary to me. But I do. I did enjoy this story. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, if I can answer that weirdly, I guess I, there was a lot of adventure. Yeah, and the writing and the twists and turns, and for both parties as you follow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, her descriptions so that, of stuff. That were. was a little different from the first one because it goes back and forth between the rest. Basically, um, Isaac and Joanna, who were trying to get to him to rescue him, and Laura and yeah. Samuel, who are kidnapped. Yeah. That is a little, like, it just flipped back and forth. Right. But again, Misty hit you with... Bam, one more thing. And right. then you're like, okay, all right, we're moving forward. Bam, there's one more obstacle. And I'm like, ah, my word. I didn't. Yeah. But, she, but back in the day, truly, a lot of these things could happen. Mm-hmm. Like, more than, like, not everybody had a smooth ride across oh, their yeah. journeys. Even if, like, we would go we'd go camping, something always Everything. happens, you know? Yeah. So I get it. But yeah. it's just, it was. Even like, simple wow. things like, like the, this the podcast i don't know if i told you it's the last time we recorded i was the intro to one of the um episodes mm-hmm. and well well we all know my technical error with the cameras that didn't <laughs> that didn't work and i was frustrated by that and then i went to do the editing on it and somehow another thing that i had recorded completely separate wasn't even up when we recorded here uh-huh. right got overlaid Oh no! Onto my audio, and there was no separating it. And oh I, no! I took my headphones off, and I was like, literally on the verge of tears. And Derek's like, "Why are you crying?" And I said, "Because it's just one more thing that went wrong, and I got to go back and re-record." And I like, Thankfully, it was just over the intro part, so yeah. it didn't cut any of our discussion. It didn't oh, overlay good. any of our discussion. But I said, sometimes. I said, sometimes I just feel like the devil is in there just like trying, like throwing little mm-hmm. things at me. And he started smiling. I'm like, what are you talking about? This isn't funny. He goes, means you're doing something right if he's taking notice, right? right. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Could you just not notice at me right now? Because right. I just want to edit this podcast and move on. <laughs> Anyways, how would you have handled the kidnapping I'm going to ask it in two ways. If you were Joanna and then also if you were Laura. So for Joanna, I mean, I pray that that's never, I never have to be in those shoes, but I would, I would be the same way. I need to find the kid right mm-hmm. now as soon as possible. Like, yeah. I don't care. I like eat, sleep, what, mm-hmm. you know, somebody would probably have to make me and yeah, yeah, I would be the same way. Um, for Laura, she's very strong. I don't know that I would I could have handled as much as she yeah. did either, because that is a scary situation. Um but I I don't I feel like Joanne I can I would be as stronger like strong as her, but in Laura's shoes, I don't feel like I would be that strong. I just like give up. Honestly, mm. I don't know that I would be Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I might try to fight and run away, but part of me too would be like, I'm in the wilderness. And she's doing as much <laughs> as she can too to protect um, Samuel. Samuel. Yeah. 
I mean, with, if one of the kids was there, definitely there'd be more fight. But I guess if it was just me, it'd be different. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like to think about being I know, in those they're situations. Not, so they're not fun things to think about. I think for, I don't have children of my own, but being in school and having to take care of, I have had some kids that chose to go where they shouldn't be and all of a sudden you realize you don't have all your kids in your class and yeah. you go into like panic, panic. mode and you're like I need to because they are yours for mm-hmm. seven and a half hours a day they're mm-hmm. under your care and you're like oh my word like we literally had two that escaped our playground Aww. and <laughs> now we found them but I'm telling you I cannot even tell you how much radio chatter it's like we looked here and they're not here we looked here they're not there and you literally like panic and i mean we found them i found them under a tree still on school property yeah i'm like hey um you guys want to tell me what you're doing over here oh oh well we we didn't make it in with the rest and and the door was locked i said you're 20 feet from the front entrance of the school Mm -hmm. you didn't think about going up there they were trying to run over school bless their little hearts it's funny now but in the moment yeah Yeah. i'm like joe i would be much like joanna like uh don't slow down i don't care how much i hurt from being in this saddle all day we're moving till we get them and then for laura's i'm very much a scrapper so and i brought so i i probably would i don't care if i was stuck in the wilderness for a long time i would i don't care i just don't want to be in there in there with them yeah and with samuel being in there i would be fighting tooth and nail for him just to make sure he got away and he Mm -hmm. was safe and even if it meant i could get him loose and let him run loose and then i had to stay then so be it but Uh um most people probably don't realize I'm such a scrapper. You but are if, a scrapper. <laughs> but if Scary, you ask yeah. my sisters, well, you would know a little bit. Yeah. I mean, growing up together, but I'm like, I try not to let that side of me show much. But every now and then, I'm you like, should show it more. <laughs> I'm like, come on, I'm about to take you on. <laughs> and then Derek's always like, oh, come on, right? <laughs> like, oh, he's it's like, funny. they're men. They're going to. You will never overpower a man. I'm like, I know. I would still try to hit him where it counts and get right. <laughs> And she tried several times. Yeah. And the once time she got knocked, practically knocked out by mm-hmm. the other guy. I feel guy. like there's a couple of like the Yeah. I mean, she really took some beatings, beatings just to try to get away and bless her heart. But she was rescued in the end. Yeah. So that's good. Did anything surprise you besides Isaac's past? Because um, you don't really see a lot of Laura's past in this one. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Just the twists and turns. There's a lot of twists and turns in it. I would agree. Um, how about this scene? I want to know how you reacted to this scene because I was pretty like... <laughs> When I read it. So on page 147, I'll read a little bit. It says, he reached for the buttons at his waist and horror clutched at her chest oh, as she yeah. realized like, no. yeah, oh, what he was about to do. Not since she was 10 years old had she seen a male in his underthings. And then it had only been her half-grown brother. So this is Laura. 
And one of the kidnappers has like a Rex. Yes. And has yeah. his leg is injured or something. Yes. And, and he's like, to you're going to it. You're going to tend to it. And he's going to take his pants off in front of her. Yeah. And she's like <gasps> panicky. And thankfully, you know, Nate is there and he's like, knock it off, you know. Mm-hmm. But I thought Misty made the villains very real with their words and actions. Because I feel like sometimes when we read these stories and there's like a kidnapping, it's like nobody really wants to talk about how bad those people are you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but like she made it so real now she always somehow uh, had something happen to like save laura from what most women would say is a fate worse than death right Mm -hmm. um so how did you react to the intensity of this scene because it got pretty intense for me i thought oh my goodness yeah i was just like oh this poor girl yeah um yeah i was scared for her the whole time because just with those type of men mm-hmm. and the villains like knew, they are. I knew Aaron and Nate wouldn't touch her. Right. But um, Rex and... Um, oh, shoot, now I can't think of the other guy's name. Bill. Bill. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh my gosh, if they make it to the cabin, that girl is... Yeah, and she portrayed that in the story too. Like, mm-hmm. in Laura's thoughts and her thinking, she knew that she needed to get away before she got there because mm-hmm. that was her sentence and mm-hmm. when she got there. Yeah. Which is another mm-hmm. reason why I would be fighting tooth and nail. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'd rather you beat me to death. Right. Than yeah. go through that. Right. Yeah. Like I said, I'd like, I don't want to think about that. I know it was, I mean, <laughs> so she's, was a hard it was pretty intense. Oh yeah. gosh. I just smacked the mic. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now on page 158, this is um, going back to Joanna. Cause you know, it's like flipping back and forth. So she raised the gun to her shoulder just as the wolves began pacing behind the horse again. She aimed for the larger of the two and squeezed the trigger. What would you have done if you were in Joanna's position? That was an intense scene mm-hmm. as well. And yeah, she was protecting because she needed to get to her son. Mm-hmm. She did what she needed to do. Yeah, we couldn't let the horses be right. chewed up by the, the wolves. wolves. She did what she needed to do. Yeah. She did. I mean, she really bucked up. I think in the moment, I probably could have put my big girl pants on and done what needed to be done because Isaac was... Couldn't help at that point. Right. And of course, he hated that he couldn't help at that point. But um, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like the wolves and everything. Yeah. (laughs) I realized too, like how much I really depend on Derek to do. Mm -hmm. Not that we go fight wolves. (laughs) That's not at all what we do. But I'm like, but you know, for all those little things, then you realize, okay, if he's down and he can't. Right. Can I buck up and do it? I don't know. She did a really good job with it. But. Now, here is one. There's this description of Isaac. And I just, (laughs) my question is, I'll ask the question and then I'll read the little description. Did this description make you fan your face? Are you ready? It's on page 171. His rugged features sent a shiver through her. That strong chin and chiseled cheekbones now covered by more than a week's worth of growth. And the way his buckskins outlined hard muscles in his shoulders and neck. She'd felt those muscles just the night before. Knew the rich, knew the richness of them. The strength that made her feel treasured and protected. That make you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, 
Now, on page 177, I think this is Laura. Yeah, this is Laura's thinking. It says, there's no other way, not without divine intervention. And I, my question was like, how many times have you, have you been in a situation like that where you're like, there's no way I can get out of this unless God somehow opens some miracle opens away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, but they're not nearly as severe as Laura's right, right. situation. I mean, where you're like, yeah. No, and don't you think like Nate was in this story? Like Nate was God's divine intervention for her because Aaron protected her a little bit you know but nate was really the one that he was trying to get her out her Mm -hmm. and samuel out he was the one that stood up and said hey no Mm -hmm. we're not doing this This isn't what we do right yeah whereas aaron was kinder to her than the other kidnappers but Mm -hmm. he still didn't have the guts to stand up to the other two yeah he did yeah There's one other scene, um, page 197. It says, maybe God was using this horrific circumstance to call back one of his children from the dangerous road he traveled. Because remember, Isaac was, um, well, I can't say that, but he knows some members in the game. Mm -hmm. And so this is him thinking back on that. But have you ever had an encounter with God through a tragic incident? I think Misty talked about this and she's talked about like her goal in writing these books was that people would really understand their need for him mm-hmm. and that they need to. Go how did she word it? Hard um, times before yes. you appreciate the good times. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. And don't you think she really wove that through the. The whole stories. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. A tragic incidents um, really bring you to your knees because. You feel like your whole world just falls out from under you. And like, he's really the only solid constant through it all. So I thought she did a great job of portraying that in this story. Are you ready to try some trivia? Sure. Okay. I know it's just you, but. (laughs) So I better get them all right. That's right. Okay. 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 But I did. I feel like I might have put some. Trickies. This very first one's probably going to throw you. Are you ready? Let me get my name list, list of names. <laughs> you tricked me last time. <laughs> I don't even, in the book club kit, I don't even give a list of names for the trivia. Oh, well, so, I mean, people really got to know. my notes. So. <laughs> they really got to know. Okay. Who was the livery owner in River Crossing? I'll help you out a little bit. Like, he helped. He went with... Isaac and was it Mr. I want to say Layton or Stanton? Uh, he's back at Settlers Fort. He's um, the like stand-in sheriff yeah, there. That's right. I don't know. Jessup Tillis. Oh, Do you remember yes. him? I remember yeah. the name now because I thought, oh, is this going to ha- be the next book? Because I just thought that name stood out. Mm. Because he helped, like, he got everybody in that town to help and go up the mountain and help them. Yeah. I do remember that name. Oh, I don't want to say this question. Actually, I'm going to wait because this will give it away. So let me go to a different one. Okay. Who takes on three wolves to protect their horses? Will you just give me a reminder on that? I did. (laughs) That would be Miss Joanna. Yes. Who tried to help Laura and Samuel escape? Neat. Mm-hmm. Which two characters were twins? 
Nate and Aaron, mm-hmm. which at first you just know they're brothers, and then you find out they're yeah. actually twins. Yeah, but they don't look exactly, exactly alike, like. right? I can't ask some of these questions because it gives away big plots. So let me skip to the <laughs> ones we can. There's a lot of plots in the story. Which two members of the gang insisted on kidnapping Laura and Samuel? Rex and Bill. Mm-hmm. Who tried to shoot Laura after they were arrested? Rex. Yes. Good job. I'm not going to say the others because <laughs> they give too much away. I don't want to do that. Okay. Now, can I ask you a couple bingo ones and you can sure, tell me if I'm sure. like too easy here? Okay. okay. All right. It's only between our two main characters right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, her, well, that's easy. Her son was kidnapped. Joanna. Does laundry to make a living. Joanna. Was a f- no. I can't say that one. Hold on, hold on. Uh, this is hard. Lives with his father. Um, Isaac Bowen traps and sells furs for a living. Isaac Bowen. Okay, helps Samuel talk again. Isaac Bowen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say the others <laughs> because they'll give away plots. So no one, anyone who buys the book club kit had better actually read before they um, <laughs> listen to our podcast. Play <laughs> trivia with the kit or bingo with the. kit. Right. Otherwise, you're going to, yeah. like, the other things I wrote down would give away big plot points. Yeah. I don't want to do that. All right. So, what lasso rating would you give this book? I really like this book. It wasn't as romantic. I mean, there was a couple of things in there. Mm-hmm. It's just not my idea of romance. But, like, <laughs> with all the, you know, I don't know. It was pretty intense, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? intense. So there was a lot of scary stuff in there with the, you know, like scary mentally stuff mm-hmm. in there. So that's hard to be romantical, I guess, with that in there. But yeah. But overall, I'd give it three lessons because yeah. it, it, I mean, I read it, it was fast and it kept me lasso to hog tie and, and hog tie yeah. So it did the three. So yeah, I gave it three lassos too. And for so for you, this one was intense. For me, the first book was intense. Mm. So for this one, that's that's why the first book I gave it like two and a half. This one I gave it three. But see, but you know me, I love the action romance. That's I love action yeah. romance with yeah. a little bit of comedy sprinkled in. Now this didn't have comedy in it, but uh, yeah. I do like. It. I love me some damsels in distress. <laughs> Mainly because I'm generally the damsel in distress. (laughs) So, um, what is your rating for the... We'll start with with the romance level then. The romance to me was very... Latte. Or not latte. Sorry. Espresso. (laughs) I got them backwards. You flipped it around. Yeah. Yours was espresso and I would probably go mocha, but I probably see more of the romance in it than, than I do. Yeah. yeah. But it's because of what we prefer as a reader, right? Yeah. So how would you rate the mystery level? A latte. You think a latte? A latte, yes. I was going to go mocha. There is a lot of... Yeah. Well, we did have to. Yeah, we did have to skirt around a lot of details so that someone who's listening that hasn't read it, we wouldn't give it away. So yeah, I could yeah. see that. I went more mocha because when I think mystery, I think of like like Crystal um, Cottle's books that we read 
last oh, month. Oh, where you don't figure it out right away. Mm-hmm, kind or of it thing. takes. Yeah. There's like a case that you're trying to get through. What about um, the adventure level in the book? A latte. Definitely a latte. Yeah, total latte. Because <laughs> you're like, <gasps> sometimes some, some nail biting scenes there, yeah. which I had just put posted that about um, Crystal. Crystal's books, the the her most recent one in that series, what was it like? Um, Counterfeit Hope, I think it was. I put nail biting because have you read that one? Been able to read that one yet? Not the final one. I haven't. Oh my yet. goodness, there's some nail biting in that one. Ooh. But this one for sure, like that little snippet that I just I read in our discussion. Mm-hmm. That's just one of the scenes where you're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> so it was the whole book was like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any other thoughts on this one? I enjoyed it, but. Yeah, I did too. She's a really good writer. She's a very, very good writer. Yeah. Stuff comes alive. Mm-hmm. To be good in movies. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. But I think every one of the books are Yeah, good that's movies. true. <laughs> it's but this one, movie. I like, felt it, I guess, more than yeah. some of the others. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of Love's Mountain Quest. Hey everyone, if you enjoy our content, please consider giving us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform or hitting the like button on our Rumble channel. These simple clicks by you help us reach more people. Thank you for your support and until next time, happy and blessed reading.